This podcast is proudly brought to you by Australia Lawyers. If you need legal information or fast access to Australia's leading lawyers, visit australialawyers.com.au. Now, over to Dan for the podcast. Hey, this is Dan, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast where I talk legal stuff with lawyers that I know, like, and trust. I hope you find the information really useful, and if you need legal help, that you reach out to one of these lawyers directly or drop by lawbydan.com and I can steer you in the right direction. Here is your podcast. Changes to bylaws are common in the context of a strata scheme, but how do owners' corporations actually affect such a change? Well, to answer the question, today I'm with Rebecca Montferrage, a partner at Sachs Lawyers. Rebecca, at the outset, what actually is a consolidation or change of bylaw? The bylaws of a strata scheme, they may be changed um, by the owners' corporation if a special resolution is passed at a general meeting of the owners' corporation. Uh, depending on the, on the bylaw, the written consent of the lot owner may also be required. Any change in the bylaws for a strata schemes must, and this is not new, so since the 30th of November 2016, that's from the commencement date of the Strata Schemes Management Act 2015, they must be lodged in, in the form of a consolidated version of the strata schemes bylaws that, in, that incorporates the actual change. Uh, and the purpose is this ensures that the folio for the common property concisely records in a single and readily accessible instrument all of the bylaws that affect the strata scheme. Rebecca, you mentioned the word change. Is it a defined term in the strata legislation? Uh, yes, it is. It's a defined term, uh, Section 133 of the Strata Schemes Management Act. Uh, it's defined to mean uh, amend or repeal the bylaws or, or add to the bylaws. And why is it important to lodge a consolidation or a change uh, of the bylaw? to lodge a consolidation change of bylaw because a change to the bylaws of a strata scheme has no effect until registered on the folio of the Register for the Common Property with New South Wales Land Registry Services. A change to the bylaws is therefore not valid uh, or enforceable until it is actually registered. So if a lot owner, for example, let's say is planning on carrying out renovations to, to their lot, despite a special resolution having been passed at a uh, general meeting of the Owners Corporation, no renovation works can lawfully commence until such time as the bylaw is actually registered. So it's actually pivotal that it, that it be registered. And also the, the Secretary of the Owners Corporation is required to, they must keep a consolidated up-to-date copy of the bylaws for the strata scheme. Is there a time limit for lodging a consolidation change of the bylaw? Uh, yes, there certainly is, Dan. Under the Strata Schemes Management Act, notification of any change of bylaw must be lodged with the Register-General not more than six months after the passing of the special resolution to make the bylaw. If, however, more than six months has passed and the consolidation or change of bylaw form has, has not been lodged, then the Strata Scheme will be required to hold another meeting to confirm the resolution and I should note that the six-month period is for lodgement and not for actual registration. So as long as the form is lodged within the six-month time frame, any delay due to New South Wales Land Registry Services issuing a requisition uh, should not affect registration, provided, of course, that the requisition is complied with. 
Um, as we know, time flies, and with Christmas only weeks away now, it's important that critical dates such as lodgement due dates be diarised uh, and any consolidation, change of bylaw, dealing forms be lodged as soon as possible. Uh, it could be a costly, timely and stressful process otherwise. What's actually involved in registering a consolidation change of bylaws? Uh, I mean, can you, can you explain the process and, and who can actually do this work? Yeah, I sure can, Dan. A consolidation change of bylaws dealing form annexing the bylaws is required to be lodged with uh, New South Wales Land Registry Services. Paper dealings are no longer acceptable for lodgement. And since the 11th of October this year, lodgements must be done electronically by a uh, subscriber using uh, what's called an electronic lodgement network. A commonly used uh, network is Property Exchange Australia, uh, often simply referred to as PEXA. Strata managing agents are no longer able to lodge uh, these dealing forms. Subscribers include Australian legal practitioners, law practices and licensed conveyances. At, at Saks Jirachi Lawyers, we're registered subscribers to PEXA and we have been for a number of years now and we're experienced with lodging consolidations and other dealings online. Before we can lodge a consolidation um, electronically, there's a number of things that we must comply with as, as subscribers. And these include things such as verifying the identity of the individual, affixing the seal of the owner's corporation. We attend to this usually by face-to-face -face meetings or if uh, clients prefer, we, we do them remotely. And the other thing we must do is we must have a properly completed and executed uh, client authorization form. This is a, a prescribed form. It's, it's important that the consolidated version of the bylaws um, of a strata scheme be drafted very carefully to ensure that it is complete and accurate. New South Wales Land Registry Services will not examine or otherwise authenticate the consolidated version against existing recordings on the common property folio. So it's important that it is correct, that current registered version of the bylaws that is being updated too frequently, what we see is consolidations are prepared by relying on a, on a word file provided by strata managing agents. Uh, plans and diagrams referred to in bylaws are often inadvertently omitted and even amendments made without the approval of the owner's corporation. Uh, an error in the consolidated bylaws of a strata scheme can be problematic. They can lead to disputes, as they often do, and therefore they can be very costly to the owner's corporation, lot owners and strata managing agents also. Rebecca, it goes without saying that uh, it's significantly important to get this work done by, by a law firm that has actually got some um, strong skill set in, in, uh, in drafting bylaws generally. That's, that sure is. Rebecca, so if anybody's got questions, how do they reach out to you? Uh, they can uh, telephone the office or put an online inquiry. Excellent. Rebecca, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Thanks heaps for listening to this edition of the Law by Dan podcast. If you found it useful, it would be great if you can leave a rating on Spotify or iTunes or whatever the streaming platform is that you're using. Also, if need be, you can reach out to me at lawbydan.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast made possible by Australia Lawyers. For great legal information and fast access to Australia's best lawyers, visit australialawyers.com.au.